time for the Greg Campy Show, presented by RJ's Pub. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another season of the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Thunderous applause, standing room only, the fastest growing coaches show in America and the highest rated show on the station. I have a question. Yes. Why does the announcer say, with Greg Campy, and then you're the first person to always talk? The host, right? The host? Camp, look, I know what the deal is. You write the script. You know you write the script. I'm here to take you to a commercial break and then bring it back, and then you go back to work. That, I know what my role is here, all right, Cam. So all those people on tw- that are on Twitter today saw that I put out that any new person tonight gets a basket of seasoned fries. And obviously I see a lot of new people. So instead of only Ohio State, oh, my God. We, I went over this with them earlier. Uh, but instead of penalizing the people that always come, every table is getting a basket of seasoned fries. So in the next five or ten minutes, you could get – and I will be coming by to steal some. There, there, there you have it. No, but we are back here at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills, back for another season. Were you cheering season. for them or us the other night? Were you cheering for Ohio State or us the other night? Oh, okay. All right, then you can wear that. <laughs> does have the Golden Grizzlies hat on. I, guess, I see. So, I see. So, so, so that is okay. Did you? Oh, that's good. <laughs> I had one on, too. Were you? There is a fan here with an Ohio State pullover on, so that's you know that's the the so, source of contention right now. But camp season underway, a couple of tough tough battles in Big Ten gyms, and, and the Golden Grizzlies had the lead inside nine minutes to go in both of those games. And you know just kind of bring everybody up to speed right now. I I, I know you have to like it, camp, just in terms of and, and you're look, it's a double edged sword, right? You don't get a lot of chances to win those games, but at the same time, camp, as you've had a chance to digest it, what's your thoughts now? Well, we're 0-2, and nobody wanted to be 0-2, and I really felt if we were healthy, um, and we almost were, we didn't have Baru the first night, and we had him the second night, but he was a little, you know, he's he's got a lot of a learning curve because he missed so much time. I thought we could win. I didn't know if we could win at Illinois. I think Illinois is one of the best defensive teams we've ever played. I also think that they're a top 15, 20 team, and after what we did at Ohio State, we had their attention. You know, maybe you go in there the first game and they're not they're thinking they're going to win by 40 and and you do some things so um you know we had those two situations i really felt that we could get a win in in one of those games um i walked away feeling we should have won the ohio state and we could have won the illinois game that's my feeling afterwards we made a lot of critical errors down the stretch in the ohio state game um part of it is a lot of eight new players and just having not been there um but I will say this, as I sit back and look at it, and I, I got over them being upset that we had the chance and didn't do it. Um, in all my years, the, great, the greatest teams I've ever had, there's only been one time that we played Power Fives back-to-back and played two games like that. And that was, uh, actually there's two times, but one where we won at Washington and we came back three days later and Michigan State was number one in the country, and we lost in overtime. That team did not, that team finished second in the Horizon League and did not make it to the NCAA tournament team, NCAA tournament. The team that I had that went 50 and three over a 53 game stretch in the old. It's still crazy to hear those numbers, man. Yeah. 
a team that I had that went 50 and three, we played a lot in the in the league we were in over a 53 game period. That's total domination, right? So that's great. That's a great basketball team over two years too. So it was some different players. We played a lot of power fives and we never did that. We beat Tennessee and then we went to Ohio State and got killed. We beat somebody and then we went to Michigan and got killed. So putting two games like that back to back, we did it when we beat Washington. And then two years ago with Jamal Cain, we didn't have a chance to win at West Virginia, but it was a close game. I think we lost by six. We were, we, we were never ahead in the second half, but we hung in there. And then three nights later, we beat Oklahoma State on the road. So that, that's our comparison. And if you look at, if you compare this team to those teams, Jamal Cain's team won 20 games. We were 11 and one in the league when Jalen uh, uh, tore a ligament in his wrist, right? He played, but who knows what would have happened that last month if he was healthy. That Kay Felder team finished second, got upset in the conference tournament, and then went out to that Vegas tournament and got to the championship game and lost at the buzzer to a very, very good Old Dominion team. So if you put us in that same category with those teams, you got to feel really good about what happened and where we're at. Now, we got to stay healthy, and if you don't know this, you will. Tomorrow night, Blake Lantman will not be playing tomorrow night. We don't know when he'll be back. Uh, he, he suffered with about three minutes to go in the, in the uh, game against Illinois. He suffered a fairly serious injury to his hip. And, uh, you know, he was on crutches for two days. He's off crutches now. We're hoping that we have him back by the time we get back from the Cayman Islands. That's a critical blow to us because, uh, as you saw in that first exhibition game, not only is Blake playing great, uh, he's averaging in the two games he made four three-point shots per game. If he goes the whole season making four per game, he'll finish in the top five in the country. He's shooting it at 40%, which is the number. Yeah, that's, yep. a, that's the, that's that's the, the critical number. number, right? So just taking that off the floor. And then the big thing is Blake has been an unbelievable leader for this group. He, when you have eight new guys and, and you play the defense that we play, which is a very assignment, hard-to-learn defense, you have to have someone on the court, and Blake's that guy. And so I'm really, really concerned about not having him tomorrow night. Um, we're going to have to really step up in certain places to, to make up, not so much for the four shots, because he could go one for ten tomorrow night if he played, but more for that leadership and for that that presence defensively, because I will tell you this, Illinois against us on, on Friday night, that was, I, I called Izzo after the game and I said that their defense reminded me of your national championship team and the final four teams. They defended like those Michigan State teams. That is, if you make the slightest error, if a pass is down here and you've got to catch and shoot instead of right here, you're not getting a shot off. And you don't see that, you see that defense for three or four possessions here or there, a big possession, crowd's going crazy. But to see it for 36 minutes, I mean, we came out and, and smacked him right in the nose. It was eight to nothing. He called timeout, and that kid, Shannon, came out, and Golke didn't even. He was plastered on Golke for the rest of the game. And we do a lot of stuff to get our shooters open. And usually when they play like that, through the course of the game, they're going to get tired. We're gonna, they're going to make a mistake. That kid never made a mistake. And uh, uh, Underwood said to me after the game, would you agree that Shannon is the best two-way player in the country? I go, I don't know about the offense, but he, that's as good a defense as I've ever seen played by anybody. 
as good as Illinois was defensively, we were that good too. We held Illinois to 29 points in their building in the first half. Uh, I think they had 36 or so, whatever it was in the second half. We held them to 63, was that what it was? 63.62, something like that. When you're Oakland, you're not really known for your defense, but even amid, going into a building like that, and if you saw it on TV, you might have seen it if you were there live. There were 15,500 people there, and they prepared for us. Their fans prepared for us like it was a Big Ten basketball game. Their student section, which wrapped the thing, they had newspapers with every one of our stats on it. They're calling rocket names. They're, they're you know, the, the headline on the newspaper was, where the hell is Oakland? Um, I mean, they, they brought their game. And our kids went out there and punched them right in the nose to start. We, we played a really, really good basketball game. The last five, six minutes, we couldn't score. And uh, part of that was my fault. I, I just I don't think I substituted very well in the second half. Um, and uh, I think that got us in a little bit of trouble. Trey Townsend played a few too many minutes. Um, and, and the difference, the difference when I say that versus our league is the physicality of it. When Trey took the ball to the basket, he got hit 73 times. On the 74th time, they might have called a foul now and then. But, you know, he just got bumped and hit, and that's going to wear you out. And we did the same to them, though. We, we, we were physical with them, which I really liked how physical we were. The Ohio State game came down to, you know, critical plays, and a couple bad calls. And I'm not saying that the fishing was bad because it wasn't. And it, but we had critical calls that went against us or didn't go for us. And when you're going to win a game like that, everything's got to go your way in the last four or five minutes. Um, they called Isaiah Jones. We're up two, and we, we run a set. And he set an unbelievable screen. And it got Lampman wide open, and they called an offensive foul on the screen. And when I watched it on film, it was not, it was not a foul. But I, there were a lot of times during the games that maybe we did screen and it was a foul. So it's not an excuse, but it took the possession away from us when we had a chance to go up, you know, two possessions with two or three minutes to go. We stepped out of bounds, a wide open guy standing with a foot out of bounds. I mean, that's a critical error on our part. If you're going to win that type of game, you can't make those errors. We missed some free throws. Um, now we had guys at the line that, that probably aren't great free throw shooters in the critical time, but you still got to make them. And then the biggest call of the game was, you know, we led the whole way. They took the lead. They got it up to seven or eight. And we, one of the signs that I really like, Neil, is that a lot of teams would have folded and, and went away. And we got it from six or seven right back down to one. And there's a shot. They shoot a bad shot. We have the ball with a minute to go. One of our players catches the rebound, and they come down right on top of him, and he loses the ball out of bounds. They give it to Ohio State because they didn't call a foul, which I believe was a foul, but they didn't call it. But we still got to hold on to the ball. If we hold on to the ball, now we've got a possession to take the lead with a minute to go. Instead, it goes out of bounds. They run a play, and they make a three, and the game's over. And so th that we were that far away from winning that game, and we were very close at Illinois. Now, what does that mean? No, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know what it means. Well, we find out tomorrow, right? Well. To some degree. To some degree, right. yeah. We still, you know, 
it means that when we, and we didn't have our A game. We didn't, you know, usually when you win a game, like when we beat Washington by 20 a few years ago, Kay Felder had 37 points, 27 in the first half. They couldn't stop him. Nobody on our team had a game like that. We just methodically played really, really good basketball, really, really good defense. And then our big Achilles heel is rebounding. At least we thought that. And in the first half, it appeared it was going to be again at Ohio State. In the second half, Ohio State got two offensive rebounds. Then we go to Illinois, who I think going in is, I mean, Illinois beat Kansas now. All right. Kansas is the number one team in the country. They beat them. Now it's an exhibition game, and we don't put a whole lot of stock into exhibition games, but they still beat. And they did it by dominating the glass against Kansas. I was concerned that it was going to be 100 offensive rebounds, and we, we shut them down until the last couple minutes of the game. They didn't, I think they only had a couple. I think they ended with six maybe or four or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a small number. And, and they got three in the last three minutes, and it was more, it wasn't they out-rebounded us. It was the ball came loose and they came up with it. And, uh, and part of that, again, goes back to we were a little tired down the stretch, and it goes on me for not substituting. And one of the things I said is, I want to play Townsend 32 minutes at the most. And I played him more than that. And only because I thought we could win. And that's why and, I did it. But, but Camp, I know, and, and you talked about that. By the way, the, this season of the Greg Campy Show brought to you by Henry Ford Sports Medicine, the official team physicians for Oakland University and you. For more info, visit henryford.com backslash athletes. But Camp, the, the, the circumstances change, right? I mean, when, when you're, yeah, I, I, I know what you're going to say. It's early in the year and you got to, I mean, I can't do that. We, we want to win in February and in March and I can't do that. And, and the, the competitiveness got to me and, and it was, it was a mistake. Now, did it cost us the game? I don't know, but it sure as hell didn't help us win. Uh, Camp, I want to back up to what you said too, because it was something I talked about during the radio broadcast and when your guy's back was to the wall in those moments that you talked about, in those, those critical runs of the game, where maybe in the past that is where the league gets stretched out to 15 and the horses get out of the barn. Pretty much every single time up until, you know, that last two-minute time stretch that you talked about, you guys were able to answer. I mean, every single time. Why? Well, again, I think that goes back to what I said earlier the teams that have been really, really good at Oakland over – I mean, we play that schedule every year. We usually go in, and, you know, like Michigan State last year. We played great. And they, they, they scored – they outscored a 17-2 to two in the last minute and a half of the first half and the first three minutes of the second half. The rest of the game, we outscored them. There's always that one stretch when you're maybe not as good a team as, as a championship-level team. But our championship-level teams have always been able to do what this team did. And so that's a really good sign, except we're only two games in. And, you know, there's so many, there's so many we don't knows about this team right now. And I'm saying that as their coach. You know, so as fans, I'm sure you're thinking that. Well, what the hell is he talking about? You're supposed to know, right? Well, I don't. I don't. It's just too soon, and there's too many new players. Now, do we know what Trey Townsend is? Sure. Do we know what Lampman is? Sure. You know, but... I mean, we, we've got some critical players that are new. And the, the best thing about this team is our depth. You know, we're, we're talking Osei Price right now is our 10th man. He's been our 6th man for the last three years. He's our 10th man right now, maybe 11th. Hopefully he'll be back to 6th before the year's over because we know what we have with him. Um, but, you know, you got DQ Cole coming off the bench. 
you've got uh, um, Tone Hunter coming off the bench. Right now, you got Baru coming off the bench. Baru, I think, before Baru's out of here, if all goes well and he stays healthy, he's going to be one of the best players Oakland's ever seen as far as that position. Um, he's really talented. He's just raw, and, he's, and he didn't get to practice for two months. For him to do what he did in that game against Illinois without having practice for his first time ever on a Division I basketball court in front of 15,000 people with us winning, the pressure that was on him to perform and compete, he was in a daze, and he still... I talked to him after the game, and, you know, that first stretch you could tell was, you know, kind of a little bit out of his element. And uh, for him to play the way he did, knowing that, imagine when he's confident and what he could do. I think the alley-oop at the end of the half really helped, too. I think it, you know, it felt like, hey, yeah, I can do this anywhere. So we got a lot of really good players, a lot of unknowns. That's what the season's about. And it's, it looks like it has a chance to be a pretty exciting season. Again, though, I'm going to caution everybody. Our schedule is... It's rough. Yeah, I mean... It's rough. I, I tried to fire the guy that made it. <laughs> but then I really like to play golf, and I need the money, so I decided... <laughs> so... I thought maybe that happened, Kemp, because you got the sport coat on. You know, I didn't know maybe you interviewed at Texas A&M for the football job or something. I didn't know what was going on. I was waiting for him to call. That's why I, I <laughs> heard they case. called Campbell, though, instead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, when we come back, uh, we'll be joined by a new addition to the Golden Grizzlies coaching staff. Bobby Naubert will be our guest here on the Greg Campy Show. Don't forget, if you want to get involved with the show on Twitter, hashtag AskCampy. Coming up about 7.33-ish, we'll be reading those questions. So if you got a question for Coach Campy, anything you want to ask, he's game. He'll, he'll answer it, no doubt about it. We'll be back with more of the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? you might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You don't have to play for the Pistons to be treated by the same doctors who keep the team at their best. I can't dunk in size 18 sneakers, but I can play 18 holes. I don't box out defenders in mesh shorts, but my hip is back in the game. I'm not a piston, but I'm running on all cylinders after back surgery. I am Henry. I am Henry. Henry Ford Health, official team physicians of the Detroit Pistons. And you. Visit henryford.com slash team docs. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. They say one great thing leads to another. And that's especially true when you visit a Great Clips salon. When you sit down for a haircut with the skilled and friendly stylist at one of our thousands of convenient Great Clips locations, they'll not only make your hair look great, they'll make you feel great too. And that's something you can't help but share with the world. 
Download our online check-in app today and opt in to get a ready next text when you're up next. Great clips. It's going to be great. RJ's Pub here in Rochester Hills. This is the Greg Campy Show. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. And the Greg Campy Show is brought to you by the Pino Insurance Agency, LLC of Mimic Insurance. They cater to the educational market. If you're looking for an affordable insurance policy and a knowledgeable insurance agency, go online to pinoinsurance.com today. That's pinoinsurance.com. Right now, as promised, we are joined by the newest addition to the Golden Grizzlies coaching staff. He is Bobby Naubert. Bobby, good, good, look at that, man. You command the room, Bobby. You command the room. Uh, no, great to catch up with you, Bobby, and, and I know that, that you've brought a lot to this team, both from a roster perspective, some of the other stuff, and we are going to get into all that. But you come here to Oakland from Garden City, you know, uh, down there in the Jayhawk League, a legendary uh, JUCO basketball league. You've seen your, your fair share of good players out of there. 100%. Like I said uh, the other night, very fortunate to work for – a really good coach down there and have a lot of really good Division One players I've been able to coach the last three years. Yeah, a- absolutely. Now, some of the guys have, have come up here to the Golden Grizzlies uh, with you as well. And, and we've heard Coach Campy talking about it. And, you know, Baru is the guy certainly just – I'll tell you this, Bobby. Just seeing him in shoot-around the day of the Illinois game, just hammering dunks. Like, you, if you're not watching, you just hear it. It's one of those things you turn around and you look. Like, he, he plays physical. Yeah, that's uh, his specialty, right? So at Garden City, you get a lot of those dunks, and um, we're still looking for someone to throw it to him. You know, yeah, we got Blake Lampman throwing a couple here and there, but we got one before the half, and Coach drew up a really good play and got him that backdoor dunk. But he's uh, he's exciting. You know, the whole season you're gonna see a lot of big time dunks. Hopefully, over a few people here and there. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. But we are talking to Bobby Norbert here on the Greg Campy Show. So Bobby, so far, a couple games into your to your tenure here at Oakland. Bring me up to speed, man. What are you seeing out there? You know, for the first two games, we talked about that first interview about wanting to go out and execute. And I was extremely proud of the guys, how they took the game plan, um, went out there and focused on the things that we thought were important to win and compete. You know, the first thing was controlling the tempo, controlling the pace. You know, we talked about if we were playing in the 70s, 60s, 70s, we'd have a chance. And we did a good job, or both of our point guards, not turning the ball over, having 10, I think 10 and 9 turnovers in both those two games right. and keeping us a chance in it. And just competing, you know. Coach talked about it, 15,000 people. You know, you can't even hear yourself thinking there. Yeah. It's going, uh, your, your mind's moving, and I can't imagine being on that court. And I thought our guys were really composed, um, you know, moving the ball side to side and executing and did a really good job. Well, well Camp was talking about that, and I put a, I put a video out there on social media, the, the pregame. I mean, that scene in Illinois, not an empty seat in that gym at all. They, they were all the way in. They were all the way locked in. It, it was college basketball. Like, that, that was college basketball. For sure. And, I mean, our guys were super excited for that opportunity. And it's really a good opportunity for us as coaches to be able to go and recruit and sell that, you know, to play in so many of these big-time games. Um, you know, we got six of them on the schedule. You know, you go to Min- or, uh, MSU. You know, we just played at Illinois, played at Ohio State. It's easy to text a recruit the next day and, like, hey, you get uh, – you see you, us on you, Big you Ten come, Yeah, you <laughs> see us yesterday, last night. We only lost by a couple points to Ohio State. You come here and, you know, maybe we'll be get, a difference. Be a difference maker. And Can I be a recruiter? A hundred percent. Yeah, I got you. I need you. I need you with me. <laughs> no, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be happy to do it, Bobby. All right, I got to put you on the spot then. He's sitting right over there. So remember that. Okay. What's it like working for Coach Campy? Unbelievable. You know, every day. Uh, Hold on, say it. I don't know if he was paying attention. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, 
I'm so blessed to be able to work for him every single day. And, you know, he doesn't do this for 40 years without being really good at it. And for me to, you know, be there and learn and continue to grow and just see the attention to detail that he has every single day, it makes me a better coach and a better person overall. All right, Bobby, one of the – I don't want to call it a misconception because maybe people don't know. Um, but the fact of the matter is when the game is over – your guy's work day is you're only at like your first break of the day, right? Like it's, it's not, you're not done. You don't just be like, you know, the, the announcer guy and sit there on the bus and go to sleep. Like you, you're actually, I saw actually, you there. I saw yeah, you. I saw you passed out. Slump. I wish that would have been me. Yeah. yeah slump. Could have traded roles next time. No, but, but, but I saw you though, Bobby, like we get in there, uh, as you're eating, you know, you got, you got the video out, you're, you're watching the game, you got the notebook. A, what are you writing in the notebook? And B, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think there's always things you can take away from the game. Obviously, you look at the big stats, the big picture, you're looking at the turnovers, everything like that. But we're really trying to break down every aspect of it, you know, for even what I'm charting on the way home from the bus was the rebounding. So let's say you only got two offensive rebounds or you only got two defensive rebounds and we're looking like, hey, we need more, we need more out of you. But how many times did you check somebody out, right. you know, to give us a chance to get the ball? I think there's so many things individually stat-wise that can help players grow and get better. If I told you we're – two rebounds or did I tell you you were 11 for 12 blocking out you know it's a little bit different of a picture but um I'm a big believer in preparation you know I think that scouting reports can give you eight to ten points a game you know especially in all the games that we've been playing how close it is if I can go out there and steal two points for our team you know I'm gonna spend as many hours and watch as many games and you know a lot of you guys were at the chalk talk the first time and trying to you know get in the side of the uh, the opposing coach's head you know trying to realize what he's going to run how he's going to run it and um, steal a couple points, hopefully. No, but Bobby, it, it is it is intriguing to me because I, I saw you and, and Coach Covington doing this, and, and Coach Covington will just pop up, and you guys will run a playback, and you'll talk about on a screen. You'll talk about shoulder angles, mm-hmm. like you know, if if your shoulder was turned in, if it was out wider, it would have created that eighth of an inch of space, maybe that we could have got the shot. I mean, the line is that fine. Like that is the details, and I'm just putting it out there for people that they understand, like. Literally, no detail is missed. I mean, anything that you can do to get an advantage, you're going to do. For sure. And like I said, that's why it's awesome to work for Coach Campy. Like, at the end of the day, the amount of details he has in every single one of his sets and the movement, player movement, where everyone needs to be at the right time, it's really like he's, you know, orchestrating the, the band, I guess you could say. So for me to see those details and figure out how that works and be able to put that in my playbook or my notebook is really important to me as well. All right, we're talking to Bobby Naubert here on the Greg Campy Show live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Not that this will apply to you anytime soon, uh, hopefully like not until April or whatever, but what do, what, do you, what do you do off the floor, Bobby? What are you about? You know, I love basketball. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. Yeah. So obviously through this period right now, I'm just really focused on watching as much film as possible. Um, in the summer, I love the golf, big-time golfer. We'll get out. Yeah, yeah. we'll get out. We'll get yeah. out. You'll probably beat me, but I'm getting there. I'm not good enough to go out with Coach Campy yet. He hasn't okay. been, I'm not quite to that level. Um, maybe one day I'll get there. But, you know, love watching sports, love being with my family, you know, love anything outdoors. Um, I'm a triplet, so brother and sister. Really? We, yeah, we all like to get together and hang out and, you know, go to a bar every now and then. Okay, gotcha. So you played professional basketball over in Germany. That's correct. Two years. Two years of pro basketball over in Germany. Um, you know, what, 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 was, what was the deal with that? How did, you, how did that come to be? Yeah. So obviously, you were a good player, right? I was okay. Yeah, yeah. I was solid. Um, so <laughs> I played at Madonna University and was a three-time All-American there and was very fortunate to kind of get like a, almost like a tryout, like a one-month tryout. Like they liked what my game was. They didn't really trust that I was that good. So they're like, hey, here's a, here's a ticket. Come out here and prove it. And 
you know, I worked out for that first month and got an opportunity to stay with the club and kept going, you know, kept working, kept grinding and uh, unbelievable experience. I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. Um, terrible with the language. I'm glad you didn't ask me if I could speak any German. No. That, that was not going to happen on this show. But, um, yeah, played for two years. Uh, was all, all league over there for two years. And, you know, I kind of got to the point where I was like, you know, what, what else am I going to be doing in life? And um, I had my education degree, so I was talking about, you know, student teaching and maybe getting involved in coaching a little bit. And went back to Madonna University where I played at and started being the reserve head coach uh, there as, as like a JV, I guess you could say, right. head coach and just getting my feet wet and getting my coaching voice and uh, fell in love with it. You know, I, I really didn't think that was going to be my path. I thought I was just going to, you know, teach and kind of help out in high school. And after that first year, I was like, I really want to get involved with You're this. You're hooked. And yeah, I took a $5,000 stipend job at Central Michigan as a GA. And after that was kind of keep going on. No, a absolutely. Uh, last one before we let you go here, Bobby. This team, if this Golden Grizzlies team is going to get to where we all want them to go what what's the, what's the path what will it take i think the the superstars got to be superstars you know trey townsend's got to be a big time player for us but we've talked about it so much it's going to be the meshing of this group and getting everyone on the same page it can't just be trey every night we're right. going to need you know those lo those uh seniors to be really good you know blake hopefully when he gets healthy we know how important he is out there as we saw in the exhibition game and you know goalkeeper taking that role but then those new guys being brought in and speed up to the process as quick as possible but with that being said i think we have a really good chance to do that and i'm excited for it all right bobby appreciate the time for sure when we come back to the greg campy show it's ask campy time so if you got any last second questions you want to ask to coach campy fire that away on twitter give it up for bobby naubert everybody assistant coach here for the golden grizzlies here on the greg campy show we'll be back with more we're live at rj's pub in rochester hills When fires, burst pipes, mold, or extreme weather impact your home or business, Belfour Property Restoration has your back. No matter the property damage emergency, Belfour is ready to respond 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year to clean up the damage and restore your property so you can start rebuilding faster. Belfour Property Restoration, restoring more than property. To find your local Belfour office, visit belfor.com. That's belfor.com to learn more. Here in Michigan, we're used to keeping ourselves busy all winter long. Whether that's enjoying mugs of hot chocolate by the fireplace or a late night of movie watching. And at DTE, we want to help keep that winter fun going while saving you money. With our online interactive home, you can find ways to save throughout yours, from your kitchen to your living room. Stay cozy and save. Head to DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. You don't have to play for the Pistons to be treated by the same doctors who keep the team at their best. I can't dunk in size 18 sneakers, but I can play 18 holes. I don't box out defenders in mesh shorts, but my hip is back in the game. I'm not a Piston, but I'm running on all cylinders after back surgery. I am Henry. I am Henry. Henry Ford Health, official team physicians of the Detroit Pistons. And you. Visit henryford.com slash team docs. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. 
Greg Campy Show live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. He is a coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. Camp, before we get to the uh, before we get to the Ask Campy portion of the show, what about this crowd? It's a standing room only tonight. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Let's win some games so you keep coming back. And everybody's thinking about what Bobby said about he started at five thousand dollars at Central Michigan. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to pay him. Um, <laughs> right now, he's being paid by the winds. <laughs> So he, he might be thinking Central was a bargain if things don't start turning around. <laughs> Need a better agent, Bobby. I'll just, I'll, just say, I'll just say it like that. You ready for the, the inaugural sure. edition of the season of sure. Ask Campy? Uh, Camp, before we get into to the ones today, there is one that came at the end of last year that I kind of do want to touch on and get your thoughts uh, from. Uh, Grizzly you, fan wanted to know. You think I can remember last year? No, that's why I'm going to ask I don't remember where I parked. Yeah, I know. Uh, Grizzly fan asks, Coach, what are your thoughts on the league changing the scheduling structure coming into this season? Oh, okay. Yeah, for those that don't know, they've gone away from travel partners, and the coaches were huge in this. We, we've asked for this for years. The administrators didn't want to do it because of it, it's more expensive. Um, so the real, they've kept a couple of them. Like we go to Northern Kentucky and Wright State on a Thursday, Saturday, and we go to the uh, – Green Band, Milwaukee on a Thursday, Saturday. Um, why we do, I don't know. Some schools do, some schools don't. But basically, we wanted Wednesday, Saturday games so that you have more than one day prep. You know, it's really kind of unfair in our minds as coaches. You, these games are so important, and you're going to play, let's say you play Thursday night, and you go double overtime, then you got to play at noon on Saturday. And you, you, you might as a staff be able to prepare in that time, but the players are beat, tired, they're not listening. You know, so by having that extra day, you get a day of rest and then you get proper prep for the game. So we really push that. And I think that if we're gonna be a big time, you know, our our conference used to be a top 12 conference in the, in the country. We've kind of fallen off where we're down like 19 or 20, maybe last year, 21 or something like that. And if we're gonna get back to the days of being a top 12 or 13 team uh, conference in the country, we need to do things to improve our teams. And giving that extra day off will do that for us, or that extra day of preparation. So that's why it happened. I don't know how much the fans will like it because you're used to Thursday, Saturday, and now it's going to go Wednesday, Saturday, or Thursday, Sunday. But with time, we'll figure it all out, and you'll get used to it. And if we're good, you're going to come. So, you know, we, we just got to be good. Uh, Jimmy Kennedy, our producer for the radio broadcast, has an Ask Campy question. It kind of piggybacks on that. What are your thoughts on starting conference play so early this season, especially with the game against that school down the road in Callahan Hall so early? I didn't know he was allowed to ask questions. He goes to the front of the line. Yeah, he's, he's got he sweat equity in there. Okay. I yeah. guess he's pushing the button. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, if we're going to play a 20-game uh, league schedule, we have to play a couple early. I'm against the 20-game schedule. I, but we have a scheduling philosophy that's different than most teams in our league for the non-league. If you're at Green Bay, it's hard to get games. And if you're in certain outpost-type places, it's hard to get non-conference games. And so if you play more conference games, that's an extra home. If you play 20, that's 10 home games. If you only play 18, it's nine, obvious, right? So a lot of schools in the league want 20 games. It also gives you a fair regular season champion because it's a round robin. It's like if you only played 18, 
and let's say Oakland's the worst team in the league and a team didn't get to play us twice, they're going to be, well, it's not a fair championship. So playing 20 gives you that. But for me, it doesn't matter. The conference tournament is what matters. I would rather play more non-league games, a better chance to build your, your RPI, a better chance to build your seeding, a better chance to make more money, a better chance to solidify, if you do go to the NCAA tournament, a 13 or 12 seed instead of a 15 or 16 seed. All right, that's why I'm for an 18-game thing. I lost. Uh, the league is, believes in 20 games, so we got to play too early. Now, I think they just use an, uh, a computer program or something like that, and they just flip it in there and out comes whatever because – and that's not unfair. They work their tails off at it, and they do the best they can. But for us to play Detroit – on a Wednesday in November um, probably isn't what we would want. I would know. say it's not the best use of that game. That's yeah, I, I mean, if I'm Detroit, I'm more mad than Oakland because if I'm Detroit, that's my biggest crowd of the year, and it's going to be a Wednesday night instead right. of a Saturday or Friday night. So for us, you know, maybe our fans will show up like we used to down there and put 3,000 Oakland fans in the place. We, have, we haven't lost there in 10 years. You know, so, yeah, I like that. So, you know, I sure would like to make that 11 years in about three weeks. Um, and it, it's a must-win for us. You know, it's, it's really an important game. Our stupid schedule maker has got us playing Xavier on Monday night, though, which probably isn't very sm real smart, but uh, we'll be ready. Pittsburgh Marty back at it. Good to hear from Pittsburgh Marty again. Says, I'm excited for the season. It's encouraging to see us so competitive early with two Big Ten teams. I did notice last week we signed three recruits for 24-25. Can you briefly tell us about some of their strengths? Well, I think that, you know, one of the things that's unique is that we, we signed a high school kid. Uh, but this young man, this young man came to me when he was a freshman. And he was in our, he was, with Brother Rice, he was in the team camp that we have where we bring 70 teams in, in in the summertime. And he came up to me as a freshman in high school and said, I'm going to play at Oakland. And I looked at him and I said, yeah, I hope you can play at Brother Rice first, you know. But, yeah, sure, okay. Well, then he got real good. And he, he obviously, a really, really good player. And what I found out, and this is, this is how the tentacles reach out so far, the reason that this young man wanted to go to Oakland is because he was at the Boys and Girls Club of Auburn Hills. And I came there and spoke, and our players would go there, and we put a clinic on. And then Kendrick Nunn got in a little bit of trouble, uh, dro drove without a driver's license and got stopped. And Sorry, Kendrick, but it's a good story now. Um, and so in... Uh, the judge gave him like 50 hours of community service or something like that. So because of my relationship with the Boys and Girls Club, I went to them and said, here's Kendrick Nunn. You get 50 hours of him doing whatever you want him to do. And it ended up that Kendrick coached this kid in their, in their open, you know, his, his work there. He and the kid became very close, and that's why the kid wanted to come to Oakland. I always thought it was me. It wasn't. So... So here's, here's that relationship. Now, four years later, we're recruiting him. And I said to his dad in 
mom and everything. I said, well, he said he's coming, so I'm not going to recruit him. He's coming. Here's his scholarship. Well, it didn't work that way. But we did recruit him very hard, and we were very fortunate to get him. And Warren's got a really, a really good chance, a really big upside. He's a six foot four, six foot five. He says he's six six, maybe, maybe, probably not, but maybe. Um, wing, and he, you know, in our zone with his length. And the the reason that he wasn't recruited to the Power Fives is because no different than Trey Townsend. Trey Townsend was 190 pounds when he came to Oakland. He's 235 now, right? And I told Warren he's about 125 right now. But if we can get you over, you know, to 215, 220, he'll have an NBA-level body because he's got the length and all that. And I think he's going to have a great career for us. He, hopefully we can keep him. Um, and, you know, he can grow and get better, and, and we can keep him through his career. Uh, so we're really excited about Warren. And, for us to take a high school kid, you know what that means. Um, then the, the two twins, uh, they're both, they came back as the two leading scorers in junior college in the country. They're twins, and I mean identical twins. I don't, if they walked in right now, I couldn't tell you who was who. The last time I had that were the champagnes, and boy, what problems they were. Uh, <laughs> but these two kids can absolutely shoot the basketball, and I, you know how much I value that. Um, Smitty and I were uh, at, a jun at the junior college tournament last year recruiting a kid named Always Right that we lost. He went to Rhode Island, and he's doing really well at Rhode Island. But we were watching that game, and then the game after it, here are these two twins, and we're just sitting there waiting for the game. And we're watching going, holy cow, look at these two guys. And and then we looked into it, and we started recruiting them, and I don't know how we got them because I didn't think there was any chance we could get them, but we did. They wanted to play together, and I think that's why we got them. I think that if they would have gone their own individual way, they both would have been recruited probably to the Atlantic 10, maybe even higher. But they wanted to play together, which is only going to be a problem for me because they play the same position. So we'll see how that works out. But they're both – they can really shoot the basketball. Well, they're also kind of thin, but they're long, and they're athletic. They're about 6'2", 6'3", guards that can really shoot. Uh, Jeremy Schultz, and you can get involved, hashtag AskCampy on Twitter. Jeremy Schultz says, uh, what are the struggles with Rocket Watts production, and how do you fix that? Well, um, I can't fix it. I've tried. I can't fix it. That's, it's going to all be on Rocket. Um, you know, he's... He's been here 34, 35 games. He's started every game. Um, we need him to be productive. We need him to make some shots. Uh, we're trying to make him a point guard this year, and in many ways he's answered the call to that. He's only turned it – he had a huge turnover in the game uh, Friday night, but I can't name another one that he had. Um, he's really – he's handled the ball well. He's – Struggles with some points, part of being a point guard. But where he's struggling right now is putting the ball in the basket. And it's, in my opinion, it's all mental. Um, I mean, the kid's been a scorer his whole life, and he's just really struggling. And at some point, he's going to have to do it or somebody else is going to have to do it. So he and I have had that conversation. He's going to start tomorrow night um, with Blake out. We really we need somebody else to step up and get us those 12 or 14 points, and hopefully Rocket will do that. All right, Camp, let's do this. We'll take the break. 
uh, right now. When we come back, we'll wrap these up. We've got about five or six more. Uh, we'll touch on Bowling need, Green tomorrow. Do I need to give smaller answers? Always. Okay. Always. All right. <laughs> the, the Greg Campy Show is brought to you by farmer-owned Prairie Farms, celebrating 85 years of feeding American families. We'll be back with more of the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here in Michigan, we're used to keeping ourselves busy all winter long. Whether that's enjoying mugs of hot chocolate by the fireplace or a late night of movie watching. And at DTE, we want to help keep that winter fun going while saving you money. With our online interactive home, you can find ways to save throughout yours, from your kitchen to your living room. Stay cozy and save. Head to DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. When fires, burst pipes, mold, or extreme weather impact your home or business, Belfour Property Restoration has your back. No matter the property damage emergency, Belfour is ready to respond 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year to clean up the damage and restore your property so you can start rebuilding faster. Belfour Property Restoration, restoring more than property. To find your local Belfour office, visit belfor.com. That's belfor.com to learn more. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. They say one great thing leads to another, and that's especially true when you visit a Great Clips salon. When you sit down for a haircut with the skilled and friendly stylist at one of our thousands of convenient Great Clips locations, they'll not only make your hair look great, they'll make you feel great too. And that's something you can't help but share with the world. Download our online check-in app today and opt in to get a ready next text when you're up next. Great Clips. It's going to be great. segment of the show here, the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. He's a coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. Greg Hessen back in our 1270 AM, the Bet Studios. Happy to have you all with us as we are back in effect for another season of the Greg Campy Show. Uh, just cleaning up the uh, Ask Campy portion. And remember, you can get your questions in on Twitter. Uh, Horizon Matt wants to know, says, it wouldn't be a coach's show without me asking an Ask Campy about the rotation. What? <laughs> it wouldn't be a coach's show without yeah. him making what of himself? Ask, oh. <laughs> asking about the rotation. Oh. He says Sorry, it, I misunderstood you. Uh, it, hey, before you ask a question, yes. I just noticed something. What's up? Eric Pogue, stand up. Eric Pogue, our soccer coach, won the Horizon League Championship this year, man. Yeah. Coach of the year. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, what's his question? Uh, all right, it's, it's early, but you've shown depth that we haven't seen in a while. Ose has been, hasn't seen the floor much despite being in his third year and averaged 16 minutes a game last year. What are you seeing or not seeing from Ose Price? Well, Ose, Ose is a very important piece to our puzzle. Um, he has not gotten a real opportunity the first two games, um, and that's mostly because, you know, I did not 
substitute as, as much as I'd like to at those at that position that he plays at with Golke and, and Lampman. Uh, now with Blake being out, he's going to have to step up. And like I tell every kid on the team, in the 40 years I've done this, the 39 years before this, there's never been a season where a player didn't get an opportunity. It's going to happen. There's sicknesses, injuries, guys play poorly. I get mad at somebody. I yank them out of a game and I want to teach them a lesson. I'm going to sit them for a half. Someone, if you're on our roster, you're always going to get to go out there. It might be a small, it might be a small window. It might be a huge window. And you've got to be prepared for it. And when you get your chance, as in life, when you get your chance, you've got to step forward and you've got to be prepared for it. You've got to come every day. Osei's going to get that opportunity now. He didn't get much in the first two games. Now he's going to get that opportunity because Blake's out. How's he going to play? Is he going to cement himself in there where I have to play him? Or is he just going to get through it and then the next guy, you know. So that's all going to be on him. Um, my goal is to play the best players and, and to, to win games. And he's got to play. He's got to play better. Our guy Austin Davis here in the house tonight says, ask Campy after a couple close games to get some fierce Big Ten opponents. What do you have to do to keep the guys motivated during the next slate of games? Well, when you're 0-2, if you're not motivated, I, I think there's nothing I can do to do that. I mean, I, I got a really good group of kids. I got an old group of kids. And, again, I told you last year we have to get old and stay old. That's, that's what's winning mid-major basketball now, getting old and staying old. Until this COVID year thing's over, that's what we're going to have to do. We did it. Now, now let's see how we handle things. I'll tell you, if you were to come and watch practice, it's a lot different this year than it's been in the past. There, there's no young kids that we're trying to break down and teach and get better. It's older kids that understand what's going on, and the, the practices are a lot more calmer. Uh, they're a lot shorter, and they're, you know, really, really fundamental-based practices. In other words, as Bobby was saying, they're detailed. You run this set play, how do you set this screen? How do you, how do you read? Who do you read? You know, all the things, the, the little details of the game that because we're older, we can teach. And, you know, we're not teaching how to get in a stance, how to guard a dribbler, how to check out, how to do those things. We're teaching the, the fundamental side of becoming great. And so being old, that's really, that's, I sure as hell hope that we handle this. Now, are we going to have some nights that, that we're not, it looks like we're not motivated or it looks like we're going through the motions. Sure, show me a team that doesn't, right? The difference is the great, great teams find a way to win on those nights. They get motivated, something happens, they get playing. You know, right now I think we're showing that we can guard. So on nights we don't make shots, we're still going to be in games. Um, we've showed that through two games. We got That's a very small sample size. Plus we have to play our level. We're going to get a chance to do that tomorrow night. Um, and then in that tournament down there, it's our level, but it's high, high our level. I mean, we're playing Drake, who's the number one ranked a mid-major team in the country in some polls. Then we're going to play either Stephen F. Austin or Loyola Marymount. They're both really, really good. And I haven't even looked on the other side of the bracket because I'm scared of this side of the bracket. So all I know is we got one after a number, uh, another. And there's going to be some games in there that we don't have our A game, you know. How do we play? This is all the learning experience. We have to be ready when we go to Detroit to get that game. We have to win that basketball game. Jeremy Schultz doubled up, says, what are some of the pride, what are some points of pride that you reference when you're out recruiting about Oakland? 
Well, I think it, it all depends, honestly, in recruiting on who the kid is and what do they want and what's his background. Does he have parents? Does he not have parents? Does he have a mother? Uh, is, is it his grandmother? Is, is it his mother? I, I tell a, I'll tell you a story that will blow your mind. Um, we had a player here, Martez Walker, all right? And uh, we're getting ready to go to Spain. That was 10 years, 12 years ago, we went to Spain for the summer like we did this year. And uh, uh, my director of operations uh, told Martez, um, you've got to, you know, to get your passport, I need this, I need your mother's birth date, I need this, I need this, and I need your mother's this and everything. And she comes into my office and, and she says, uh, Martez Walker's mother's 88 years old. And I go, no. And, well, that's what he wrote down. And uh, this is her birth date. And for him, his mother was his grandmother. You know, um, that's who he grew up. That's where he lived. That's who he grew up with. It, it, life is so different for so many of these young men that we recruit that you as my staff or myself, we have to analyze that and how we're going to recruit that young man and what's important to that person. We, we're, we're recruiting somebody from uh, Byron Center right now. Mom and dad were here in the summer and everything, and my number one speech to him was Oakland University's campus three years ago was rated the number one safest campus in the United States. Two years ago, it was rate, rated the number two safest campus in the United States, and last year it was rated number three. Now, I don't know what we've done to go from one to three, but even three is pretty damn good, right? So that resonated with them. So we have to just figure that out. Obviously, five pros. Un unfortunately, in this day and age, so most kids want to know, can you make them a pro? If, if, if I came into your home and sat down with you and you had a son that was really good, or some of you a grandson, um, <laughs> the first question that I used to be asked is, can you make me a pro? Well, we got five NBA players in the last 15 years, so I, that's an easy answer for me. The next question is, can we go to the NCAA tournament? Well, we've gone to the NCAA tournament three times. Now, we haven't been there in a little bit, but I'm not telling them that. <laughs> three times, right? So, yeah, we've gone to the NCAA tournament. Can you win a national championship? Oh, sure. <laughs> With you? With you, we can. Something like that, yeah. But, I mean, what I say is Butler was in the Horizon League, and they went to the national championship game back-to-back -back years. So, sure, we can win it from the Horizon League. All right, then they ask us about the, the facilities, and I kind of change the subject. Now, when I go in, they ask one question. Anybody guess what that is? How much money are you going to pay me? So it's just changed. So it is what it is right now. Well, if you come to Oakland, we're going to make you so good that you're going to make a lot of money. So why do you want money now? You're not gonna, all you're going to do is spend it anyways. Let's get it where you can make money for a living. And that, that's how we sell it. So... Again, we have a great campus. Um, our game day is out of this world. Giz and his people do such an unbelievable job. The arena it looks so good on TV. Our student section is so good. Behind the scenes, behind the scenes, a little shaky. But when you walk into that arena on game day, that's as good as mid-major college basketball as there is. So we try and get them to come to games. Like tomorrow night, we've got our top two. Uh, our top one for sure, I'm not sure if the second one's coming, are going to be at the game tomorrow night. And they're the tw not this year's recruits, but the two years out recruits are going to be 
at the game tomorrow night because we want to bring them in on game day. And I think if you talk to our other coaches of the other sports, one of the things that I think we do a good job of in the basketball program is we help them because, you know, the soccer, if Eric's going to bring a guy in, he's going to bring him to a game because they're going to see that student section and they're going to see the soccer team going crazy and the swimmers in their whatever they're wearing, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So Or, or not wearing. Or yeah. not wearing, right. <laughs> um, so that, that's what we sell. All right, Camp, I need just one minute on each of these. We've got two left. Gary okay. Gilbert, so many, so many new faces. I know there's five non-league games ahead on your schedule, but are you already explaining the importance of that November 29th game and that on the road in that musty old Callahan Hall? Those are Gary's words, not mine, not Coach Campy. Those are Gary's words. Well, if Gary were to ask our players that, they would be getting texts from me for three months now that we have 81 days before we go to Detroit. We have 65 days before we go to Detroit and practice when practice ends. They hear, yeah, it didn't go real well. We didn't do this, but we have to be really good on that date. So the answer is yes. In less than a minute, the answer was yes. All right. Giovanni says, how much of last year's game versus Bowling Green can you take into this year's game? Both you and BG have so many new people. That stuff's kind of gone out the window now, hasn't yeah. it? got a new coach. It's yeah, well, I mean, we're trying to figure out what they're going to do against our zone. We're going back and looking at Southern Utah film and things like that. So we have no idea what they're going to do. Um, but we've got to take care of ourselves, you know. We'll just we'll go out there and play. All right, well, as we talked about Bowling Green tomorrow in the arena, if you haven't yet, go to goldengrizzlies.com, get your tickets. Love to see you out there for the home opener. Uh, but Camp Bowling Green. Uh, moving ahead to the weekend, the tournament in the Cayman Islands as well. No Greg Campy show next next Monday because obviously we'll be down in the uh, down in the Cayman Islands. Eighty five degree weather, seven mile island. Yeah, but the beach, wind chill, the wind chill is like eighty four. So. Yeah, clearest water in the country yeah. or the world maybe. Yep. Damn, and I'll be in the film room. Me too. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I won't. I'm not even taking my clubs. Not even taking. Oh, that's how that's how serious it is. Yeah, we're we're there to work, but uh, the people that are going with us are going to have a great time. We're going to play an unbelievable schedule. Getting a chance to play Drake right out of the gate is going to be awesome for us. We're going to find out a lot about our team, and then we come back and and get ready for Detroit. Tomorrow camp, another season opens up at the arena, Bowling Green. I know it's you know it's a pretty special day for you when you get a chance to to coach against Bowling Green. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of over it. Uh, we've played them enough. You know, I, I don't like the fact that they've won the last couple on last second shots, and we missed a layup at their place two years ago, and then Rocket missed a three at the buzzer last year. And, um, you know, it's it's been too tight. I don't like that no matter who it is, but it probably even means more because it's them. But, you know, most of the people I played with, the people that watch me play are, aren't probably aren't alive anymore, so I, I don't think know if they even remember me down there you know it's 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 a long time ago no absolutely all right camp got about 30 seconds left got anything else i just want to thank everybody for being here i hope the season fries were as advertised if you'd never had them before um you know this show oh, yes yes yeah. lots of love for the season fries mm -hmm. here at rj's uh, you know uh rj's he both his him and his son are big supporters of oakland so support this place if you can Monday nights like this are great. We want you coming every time. Feel free to ask any question you want. I'll never lie to you. I'll tell you what I think, even though sometimes it's not very smart on what I have to say. But it is what it is. Thank you so much.
Ab- absolutely. Game tomorrow on ESPN Plus on the radio side, 1270 AM. The bet also pregame show is on at 630. So that will do it for this episode of the Greg Campy Show live from RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Well, see you later. <laughs>